we've been getting accountability all wrong in the compliance industry. It's not a set of tasks. It's a way of thinking, and it has to come from the heart as well as the head. On Accountability, the Heart of Compliance, Tom Fox and Sam Silverstein dig into what accountability means to the corporate compliance function and business organizations, and most significantly, how to make it an integral part of your culture. Accountability, the Heart of Compliance is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox and Sam Silverstein back for another episode. Sam, uh, in this current time of coronavirus, coronavirus crisis, accountability takes many different shapes, ways, and forms. On uh, Absolutely. Earlier this month, you wrote a blog post about personal accountability, and I was wondering if you could tell us about what led you to write that blog post and why personal accountability is such an important uh, facet of our society right now. Uh, t- Tom, you know, I just continuously am amazed at how so many people don't look beyond themselves and they're not looking at, at how their existence on this planet impacts the existence of literally everyone else. And, and that's what accountability is all about. It's about thinking about other people first. It's about commitments to those people, not the tactical commitments, but the relational commitments. And, and, and so the example that I share was early on, on this coronavirus thing, there's a gentleman in St. Louis, his daughter, he has two daughters. He's married, his wife and him, and they have two daughters. One of them had returned from study abroad in Italy, of all places. And she was supposed to stay quarantined for 14 days. And so they were told, as the parents, you know, you all, the whole family needs to stay quarantined for 14 days. And and what happened a couple of days later, he decides he's going to take his younger daughter to the father-daughter dance at the school. And so, I, can, I mean, isn't, that's just, isn't that hard to believe? You know, I, I just, I don't, you know, I'm like, are you kidding me? Now, he may not think he's sick and he may not be sick. But the fact of the matter is his daughter just returned. They were supposed to self-quarantine. Uh, they were told to self-quarantine and they supposedly agreed to self-quarantine, and then he goes to his father-daughter dance because, heaven forbid, we should um, have to disappoint our daughter that we can't go to the father-daughter dance. But in that moment of disappointment, there is an opportunity to teach a more valuable lesson. And so here's a leader in his family who failed on multiple levels. Uh, He failed the accountability because there's a commitment to it's all of us. And a a leader is when a leader is committed to all of us, it means that if you fail, I fail. If you succeed, I succeed. But we're going there together. And there was no commitment to it's all of us with respect to this young lady's classmates and their parents. There also, he lost out as an accountable individual and an accountable leader to, to, to teach his children that, you know what, we really do want to go to this dance and we've been looking forward to this dance, but it's far more important for us to be good stewards of, of health and safety and, and to stay home and to not even take the slightest chance of possibly infecting someone else. And so we're going to stay home and, and we're going to do what's right. Um, I, I just see so many examples of, of people who 
are more concerned about themselves, and heaven forbid we have to give something up, than, than everyone else. Sam, one of the things that struck me about your blog post and thinking about this podcast was um, many have criticized the leadership coming out of the federal government, but it's driven people, everyday people, to take up this call and to everyday people to step forward and to try to be accountable. And that really led me to think about my parents' generation or our parents' generation. The, the one uh, common thing or two common things they had was the Depression and World War II. And although my mother was a little bit young right. uh, during the Depression and, and was a teenage girl in World War II, uh, she obviously didn't serve overseas, but she shared in the sacrifice that everyone on the home front uh, went through. And people like our fathers... Right. Right. Had to had to or did did serve and that uh, that shared sacrifice is something that we seem to have forgotten, but seems to be coming back to the fore now. And it's certainly a part of accountability. Well, absolutely. And, you know, sacrifice is good. The sacrifice is not bad. Do we want to sacrifice? Well, no, we don't choose to sacrifice because, oh, you know, it's just great to sacrifice. But the reality is it's a contribution. It's a contribution to someone else who's doing something probably on our behalf. And the reality is neither you nor I nor anyone that's listening to this podcast got to where they got to because they did it themselves. It was a sacrifice, commitment, uh, donation, uh, the giving of other people, whether it was teachers, parents, friends, people that came before us. Someone, someone dug the well we're drinking water out of. And so I think that for us that sacrifice is, is not even coming close to doing our part in the equation. And, and that's, that's just the price of admission to the human race. There are going to be times when we're called upon to sacrifice. And sometimes it's for our family and loved ones that, you know, are in our home. But sometimes it's for our community, either the city or the country or the world. Are the lessons around accountability uh, something that goes into literally every part of every day of our life? If you want to live an accountable life, it is. I mean, the bottom line is that uh, every decision we make impacts other people. I mean, unless unless we're on an island someplace, you know, that's, uh, uh, I don't know, 3,000 square feet and you're on this little beach and you've got a little refrigerator with all the food you need to survive and you spend the rest of your existence there, your life is interacting with other people. And when we choose not to live an accountable life, then we're choosing to impact other people in a negative way. Most people don't really understand what accountability is. They think it's something you hold people to. You, they think it's doing stuff. No, accountability is keeping your commitments to people. And we're not talking about tactical commitments of showing up at 10, getting the report done. These are relational commitments, relational commitments like living the values, like it's all of us, like a commitment to the truth. And when people start keeping these relational commitments to each other, they build deeper, more meaningful relationships. They inspire accountability in others, and they create a better world. And so if, if, if we're just going to look at our own short-term gain, then we're not being global citizens. We're not being community citizens. We're just out for ourselves. And in what doctrine is that a good thing? I really wanted to, to talk to you about this uh, blog post you wrote, 
because you and I have visited quite a bit about accountability in the business setting, in the corporate setting, in, in, right. in entities. But this was one of the, the most uh, poignant examples I've seen you write or talk about of relationship and societal accountability and why we have to move this conversation really outside and beyond the business world to an entire discussion around our society. Well, exactly. And that's why I wrote my last book, I Am Accountable, because I wanted to start with personal accountability. Because guess what? This dad who set this example for his family, maybe he's the CEO of, a, of, of an organization or a leader in a business or something to that nature. And, and, and in that, I'm, is this the kind of guy I would want to go to work for? Absolutely not. Because guess what? If that's how he's going to live in his personal life, you can pretty much extrapolate that out into his professional life. It starts individually. Accountability literally starts at home. And we have to get a grasp of what it is in, in our, for ourselves and for our lives so that we can then live accountable lives in a business setting and build a more accountable world. It comes down to the, the commitment. It's all of us. We are part of something that is more than just you and me. And until all people recognize that, we're going to come up short. Sam, uh, this has been a fascinating exploration of a way of looking at accountability. As I said, we have not explored on this podcast. So thanks very much. And I look forward to continuing the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Accountability, the Heart of Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.